Hello and welcome to the Femme Financial Freedom Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Giles, founder of Chic Money. I wholeheartedly believe that financially empowered women will save the world beginning with their own. So this is the podcast for you if you know that it's time to dissolve your debt, double your profit, feel amazing about money and create the financial freedom that you have always craved. So make yourself comfortable. Enjoy today's episode. It is your time to create Femme Financial Freedom. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Femme Financial Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Giles, a founder of Chic Money, author of Financially Free Forever and your host of the Femme Financial Freedom podcast. I'm very excited to be here with you today and today we are exploring everything around understanding your drive for more money. My prayer and my intention is that through this podcast today, you create a deeper understanding uh, of who you are, what you want, why you want what you want and how to allow yourself to have the most fulfilling and rich journey through the realization of those current and all future desires through understanding the human psychology that is behind why you want what you want okay and this is so powerful because it helps you to understand who you are what you want why you want what you want why it's important to you and it gives you a really deeper understanding of your desires your goals your human makeup and also why perhaps you feel like sometimes you're just not satisfied or you achieve one goal and then the goalposts move I want you to really understand how and why that happens for you and how you can actually harness those experiences and feelings to your advantage to propel your growth and also to be able to relax into and enjoy your journey. Because I have a little bit of bad news for you and that bad news is, is that you're never going to be done. Okay, you are a growth orientated woman who desires more from life and wants to give more to life. And that's never going to stop. Not with the next income goal, not with the next program or product launch, not after the next amazing opportunity that you're currently manifesting. It's never going to stop. And the goalposts are always going to be moving. So with that in mind, let's make sure that you're able to be as present, relaxed, joyful and fulfilled along the journey every moment, not just when you hit or achieve that big goal that you've been chasing. OK, and another thing I want you to realize is that nothing stays the same in life for long. OK, when and we can learn this through nature, you know, everything in nature, be it a rose bush, a fruit tree, a crop that's being harvested, everything is always going through a cycle. Nothing stays in the same phase of that cycle for very long. It is always growing, expanding, transforming, harvesting, <laughs> resting, nurturing. There are you know, phases to every stage. There is a beginning, there is a middle, and then there is an ending. And that is just part of the cycle 
that is life and in fact you and your goals and your experience is no different in that so I want to make sure that today I help you to understand that so that you can really relax into that journey and stay present and also enjoy the process so the truth is and i learned this first in a book called the science of getting rich and in the science of getting rich wallace e waddles who is the author of that book and that book is timeless you know i constantly go back to that book i don't know how many times i've read it now but there's always more golden nuggets to soak up so if you haven't already read the science of getting rich i absolutely encourage and empower you to do so i think you'll get a lot out of that amazing text um also think and grow rich they're both amazing books i find the science of getting rich though is easier to consume uh it's not as heavy dense language as potentially think and grow rich is so the science of getting rich is a lighter and also a shorter read than think and grow rich so definitely recommend that book now in the science of getting rich the part that i want to bring your attention to today is where it says in that book that basically humans are naturally wired to seek more it is life seeking life through you as the channel you as the vortex and the seeking of more life is natural and is commendable and it's only our fears and stories that come in and tell us different it's our fears and stories that come in and say no like you're never satisfied it's never enough you always want more uh, and oftentimes that can be the language and the conditioning that the world around us can present to us also so whenever you face that you can <laughs> wave this book in their nose and say no this is life seeking life this is what humans are naturally wired for um, and if it wasn't for a matter of that if it wasn't humankind seeking more and growth and expansion then we would not be having this conversation today on a thing called a podcast uh, through a square item that is a phone that you're holding in your hands you know <laughs> we would still be back in those primitive days if life wasn't seeking more life um one of my another of my favorite quotes and i know this podcast is pretty well just a reiteration of me saying my favorite quote or this is my favorite i have many many favorites many different ways but one of my favorite quotes as well is that of henry ford who says if i asked people what they wanted they would have told me they wanted faster horses that they didn't know what a car was they didn't know to ask for a car so put that in your back pocket as well, because that's something I really love to remind both myself and my clients of when you're considering what you want to create in your business or sell or promote or whatever the case may be. Absolutely. You know, we want to be listening to our audiences and we want to be collecting data and feedback and insights. But you also don't want to be chasing every bouncing ball <laughs> and everybody who tells you that they want something, you know, it's, it's not necessarily for you to just go and create that to appease the market because ultimately you are the expert, you are the creatrix, you are the creator. And so when you realize what it is that you seek to create, you know, as Henry Ford said, if he'd have asked his people what they wanted, they would have told him they wanted faster horses. And of course, through his innovation and creativity delivered a far superior 
upgrade for them than a faster horse. So again, if that was life seeking more life and if Henry Ford had have said no or that was impossible or had have stopped after the, I believe, I'm, I'm not going to quote it correctly, but I believe he had many, many, many failures in creating engines and in particular the V8 engine where he was told by many engineers that it was not possible. And well, we all now know now that it was. But again, this all comes back to that core text in thing, uh, Science of Getting Rich, which literally says humans are naturally wired to seek more and it's the expansion of humankind and it's life seeking life through you. So I find that as a really beautiful thing to remind myself of is that it's not even necessarily you that is wanting more or you that is seeking more. It is life living itself through you because you've said yes, because you've made yourself available, because you've made yourself a channel. So that can be a really powerful way to remind yourself anytime you think maybe the ego wants to come in and say that I'm selfish or I want more or whatever the case may be. Remind yourself that this is life seeking life through you because you've said yes and because you've made yourself available for it. Okay. Now, the other big piece of the puzzle that I want to talk to you about today is one of my, again, favorite concepts and philosophies, and that is around a thing called hedonic adaptation. I'll say that again, hedonic adaptation. Now, hedonic adaptation uh, is spoken about in The How of Happiness, which is a book by Sonia Lubomorsky. <laughs> I apologize if I've pronounced that incorrectly. But hedonic adaptation, really, when I learned about hedonic adaptation, I breathed a sigh of relief because I was like, oh, thank goodness. It all makes so much sense now that I understood this concept. And I want to explain to you in a practical way what hedonic adaptation means, but essentially it's what our body adapts to. So say, for example, you walk into a room and somebody has made cupcakes and you smell the delicious smell of freshly baked cupcakes, which is making my tummy grumble. But you walk in the room and you're like, oh my gosh, they smell amazing. I really want a cupcake. And then within a minute or two, you've, you've kind of not smelling the same smell. Then somebody else walks into the room and they're like, oh my gosh, who brought the cupcakes? Like they smell delicious. And so they're then having that first experience with that taste and that smell, sorry, rather. And then again, after a couple of minutes, they adjust to that. So that is hedonic adaptation. You are exposed to something. It triggers delight, surprise, brings up emotions within you. And then after a little while, you adjust and it's just kind of normal and it doesn't register on your radar any longer. Much the same if you buy a new car, you know, you, you lust after that car, you have it on your dream board, you are really excited about this vehicle. And then when you get the car, uh, you love it and you, the, the smell and you admire it parked in the garage and you really love the experience that is that car. And then before you know it, after a little while, you're seeing the car all around you in other people in the world. You know, <laughs> have you, is it just me or have you noticed that before? Like, again, what you focus on expands and you've never noticed that car before. And then you get one or someone, you know, gets a car and all of a sudden, every single car on the road, you swear, is that make and model or particular color of that car, which is quite funny. Again, what you focus on expands. So your 
bringing more of it into your reality. It's not just that all of a sudden 100 million of those cars have dropped into earth. They've always been there. You've not just just not been noticing them. Um, but again, it's that hedonic adaptation. You adjust to your life. And so then you, you set another goal and you seek something else and you create a new experience. Where this can become detrimental and somewhat dangerous is when you're constantly on the chase for the next hit, so to speak. So it's like, okay, I've adjusted to that. Now I need um, new furniture or I need new clothes or I need to go on another holiday or I need to increase my revenue. Or Where this starts to play against you is when it's the thrill of the chase and it, it, it's your in this constant perpetual pursuit of more. Now, what I see that this is a band-aid for sometimes, and I've seen this a number of times, both in family members, in clients, in, in many different observations, in many different ways, but sometimes it can be a distraction. It can be a distraction from a, a greater issue that is beneath the surface. So, for example, where I've seen this show up is when there is unrest or misalignments in a relationship or the relationship has simply run its course or it's not healthy or whatever the case may be it's almost like a distraction like oh let's go on this holiday and then you go on the holiday and then you come back oh well, that didn't fix it oh let's now buy this new car let's upgrade our car so then the car gets upgraded and there's excitement and joy and then hedonic adaptation comes in and you adjust to that and then you're like oh okay, let's um, paint the house. <laughs> and so there are a couple scenarios and a couple of ways, and there's many others in which this can be detrimental to your well-being and your joy and your fulfillment and your experience of life because you're constantly almost masking that, you know, that desire with experiencing something else. So it's like, okay, that didn't work. What's the next band-aid approach almost? So that it can be one way in which it can be detrimental. The other way it can be detrimental is if you are, you know, holding out on giving yourself an experience or a feeling such as I will feel successful when uh, I've reached this income goal or I've had, I've been on this podcast or I've worked with this many people and I want to share with you a couple of experiences of how this has shown up for me as well. So there were, there have been many experiences in my life and business. And I, I'm completely open and honest and say that this will be something that I continue to work on through the ages <laughs> where my, my past hasn't quite integrated into my future. And so for those who don't know my backstory, I was a 16 year old high school dropout working in a petrol station certainly did not come out of the box this way. Certainly no part of my trajectory or family was, was sending me down this path. Um, and so even now, sometimes I have to remind myself that I'm not that person anymore. I've done a lot of work, a lot of development, a lot of self-exploration, a lot of upgrades in many, many areas um, to now bring me to where I am today. And by no means am I done. Absolutely. But sometimes it's this pursuit of, well, when I've achieved this, I'll feel successful. So for me, I remember back in the day, which was not all that long ago, last year, 
I had this real vision where I, you know, I have amazing client success stories and I've, you know, worked with some phenomenal, many phenomenal clients who have created phenomenal transformations, which I give all of the credit to them. I'm just very, very grateful to be a supporting role in that. And for some reason, I had this woman in mind, uh, somebody that I knew, and I had this, this thought in my mind that if I could work with her and she became really successful and she got a really great transformation through working with me. I really think I'd, I would definitely feel really successful after that. And so what you focus on expands and manifestation and all, I manifested that woman coming into my program uh, and she did. And we worked together through my program and she created an incredible result and transformation like absolutely phenomenal uh, beyond her wildest dreams and you know is a massive advocate for the work we did together and all of that and stays in touch today and it's really really beautiful but you know what sure there might have been a moment where I felt successful but then it, it that feeling wavered again so then I remember thinking once I'm an author I'll feel really really successful so I wrote my book and published my book and it went crazy and it's phenomenal and it, it's an amazing experience and a very powerful tool that I receive feedback on every day. And I'm so grateful for that. And, you know, the day the, the copies of the book arrived was one of the most exciting days of my life and it was phenomenal and I loved it and took photos and sold like so many copies in a short amount of time. I think I myself and my partner stayed up till like 2am for three nights straight packing books, which was incredible. But again, it was like once that wore off, I was still left feeling, oh, what else is going to make me feel successful? So I share this with you because this is very, very common and very, very normal. And I want, there's two parts to this puzzle the first part is understanding why you seek more and that's through the you know the 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 physiology or biology your desires the fact that you've been gifted being a big thinking visionary entrepreneurial woman that's definitely one part of it but the other part is definitely understanding that we want to make this work for you rather than being working against you and having you in this perpetual chasing of something you know perpetual chasing of a goal or achievement or a person or whatever it may be that perpetual chasing can be what keeps you stuck and has you living this experience where nothing feels like enough or nothing gives you the feeling that you desire and the truth is there's nothing outside of you that can change how you feel inside of you so no, you know, for me in the story I just shared with you, no amazing client transformation or no book that I'm literally touching with my hands right now, nothing outside of me can make me feel anything inside of me. Can't change long-term transformationally how you feel on the inside. You know, that's why that age old saying that happiness is an inside job, as is joy, as is wealth, as is success. And I don't care who the person is, you know, even the most successful people that you think of have insecurities and fears and still have bigger goals that they want to pursue because you'll never be done because that is life seeking life through you as the channel. 
I recently listened to an interview where Oprah spoke and she said that it doesn't matter what global megastar or politician or whoever she has on her show. She said that at the end of every single show, regardless of who the person is, they always say to her, was that good enough? Was that okay? Did I talk too loud? Did I not, you know, everybody, everybody is seeking more. Everybody is wanting to have a really great experience and give a really great experience. And so it's, it's just natural and it's human nature. But I hope that through what we've spoken about today, you can understand your drive for more money. You can understand why you seek more. You can understand the concept of hedonic adaptation and why, you know, you're not as excited about the the thing as you were a week ago because you've adapted to it now. But I hope you can also potentially see where you are distracting yourself or where you are keeping yourself out of that, that real feeling of fulfillment and joy and pursuit because you're caught up in the, the needing more in order to validate or numb or numb or whatever the case may be there. Okay. Now I want to share with you um, a little strategy that I love to use. And I share this with all of my clients that helps you to be more present, more in the moment, more connected to the goal, but also to give yourself the feeling that you're actually seeking in the right here and the right now, so that you're not putting everything on the manifestation and achievement of this goal, getting a rush in the moment of achievement and then crashing down again and needing to set yourself another goal to pursue to get to be chasing that rush again. Okay. So what that is, is that I'm always and forever, anytime anybody gives me an income goal or something they want to achieve, I'm always asking them, and what does this represent to you? Why is this important to you? How is this going to make you feel when it's manifested? Why do you want the thing that you want? Okay. So it could be, you know, that you, let's say, for example, you want to take this luxurious holiday because you just need to switch off and and stop and relax and refresh and regenerate and recharge. So... Sure, I'm not saying don't take the holiday, absolutely not. But when you understand why you want what you want and you get to the core of the feeling that you want it to experience, because that's what it all comes down to. It's the feeling because that's the vibrational charge that you create. And so when you're, for example, in awareness that you're wanting to feel relaxed, recharged, regenerated, then I'm a big believer in not waiting for the world to give you something, but in showing the world what you're available for and how you're choosing to feel and taking ultimate self-responsibility for the creation of that. So you would then take those feelings of relaxed, regenerated, refreshed, and you would ask, how can I feel relaxed, regenerated, refreshed today? Okay, because we're not like life is now. Living is here. There's so much uncertainty in the world and I don't want to I don't want to contribute to that. But what I'm saying is what we have is the right here, right now. It's always amazing to have something to look forward to. Definitely. But why put off what you can experience and enjoy today? So when you ask that question around what would have me feel relaxed, regenerated, refreshed today, you might receive guidance such as 
go to bed earlier or take a bath or have a shower or go and sit outside and eat your lunch and read a magazine or take a walk or put your phone on do not disturb or take yourself off for a massage or cancel that thing you said yes to that you really mean no. Whatever the case may be, the more clarity you have around how you can give that feeling to yourself, one, teaches your body what that feeling experience is. But more than anything, it gets you to feel really good in the moment, which is so important because you don't want to be putting off that feeling to some distant achievement in the future, which you'll feel momentarily on your mountaintop, but then plunge down into the valley again once that adrenaline has passed. So I want you to be able to experience this in a more sustainable way that builds upon itself. The other really valuable thing about doing it this way and giving yourself the gift of this feeling is because like attracts like. And so when you bring in that vibration of relaxed, refreshed, regenerated in the here and now, you're going to be magnetized to create that in other ways and means also. And so you'll find that other areas of your life will benefit and grow as a result of that too, which is really, really exciting. And lastly, you teach the world how to treat you. So if you teach the world that you're available to hold back in that feeling now and put it off into the future don't be surprised when the money or the clients or the opportunities also don't show up because how you do one thing is how you do everything and if you're showing the world that you're available to put your relaxed joy and pleasure on hold you're actually saying you're willing to put everything on hold which is really shaky ground and is not at all in alignment i don't believe with the life that you want to create and experience okay So gosh, we've covered so much ground today. It's in a slightly longer episode than usual, but I do trust and have faith that it is uh, really valuable for you to understand all those concepts around hedonic adaptation, the fact that you're wired to seek more, understanding what it is that you truly want so that you can give yourself the gift of that in the moment and in the now and also manifest it in other ways as well is such such a such a powerful beautiful gift to give yourself so i would love to hear your insights from today's podcast so please feel welcome to send me a dm tag me on instagram love to hear all of your thoughts all of your insights thank you so much for being here for today's episode i invite you to come on over and join my free facebook community femme financial freedom where we can keep the conversation moving forward and there's lots of additional bonus trainings and support and so forth in there which I'm excited to share with you so my love I hope you enjoyed today's episode and under and you now have a deeper understanding of your drive for more money and why it is that you want what you want and how you can give it to yourself right here right now in this moment to make you a magnet for everything that you desire Thank you so much for being here and I will look forward to being with you again really, really soon.